You're listening to the Flame Central Podcast, your home for Liberty University Athletics. It's the most wonderful time of the That's year. The it's Holy. the most wonderful time of the year. So usually it's her job to do the thing. Thank you for <laughs> yeah, I jumping in before she had yes. the chance. Beer yeah. to the point. Joy yeah. to no, the world. Okay. The flames are going bowling, but not just an Okay. See, she always, she always takes it. You think, That's oh, it's going to be the one line. And then she's like, let's go into the second verse. It's you know? not just any game. It's a fiesta. <laughs> you guys are not supportive at all. Guys, we're going to the Fiesta Bowl. That's right. Oh, my gosh. I cannot believe it. Tell me what you guys were doing um, during this election show and how you found out. Oh, wow. Reactions. How did I find out, Joe? Well, I was watching on TV. Yeah. So I was at the house watching on TV. Yeah. And then, you know, you have those wild emotions that yeah. go back and forth. And it's like, we're oh, this is a classic. Reese is in the kitchen doing some homework with yeah. Nina. The, well, he, she told him that he had to rewrite his whole paper. Yeah. And he's like, no, I'm not rewriting this whole thing. Yeah. And they're getting ready to do the announcement. And so I got this background of the oh, two good. of them arguing yeah. away yeah. about yeah. how he's going to rewrite it. He's like, Mom, I don't want to rewrite it. Yeah. I'm like, will you guys be quiet? And then while that's going on, homework my Homework in a time like yeah. this? Yeah. That works. What? Then I'm watching, and then all the motions are going like, they're not going to get it. Like it's not gonna happen. Then I'm like, no, I think they're gonna get it. They're not gonna get it. When, when, when it, it wasn't the peach, when it wasn't the Peach Bowl, I was like, oh no, because that was the one. I it seemed worried, like yeah. it was trending towards that way. And when it wasn't there, you're like, okay, like SMU's a whole lot closer to Phoenix than we are. You know, it's like, does that fact? It's like, ah, uh, boy. And then there you go. I was in the room with the team. Uh, the horribly grainy footage oh, of the celebration that was from my water. phone because apparently uh, I, I he doesn't the, know the secret. You have to be on Liberty's guest yeah, Wi-Fi. Apparently, the employee Wi-Fi is not good over there. Didn't know that till it was too late. Uh, but yeah, so watching that, so I was standing there. You know, I, ESPN FaceTimes me in right on my oh, phone. Oh. So ESPN FaceTimes right. so me. I was, did they get? I hey, quick turn. Reese, I, I turned. Yeah, I turned the camera around real quick. Doing, I hit the turn around and be like, Warner. "Hey, hey boys, just want to break right. this one down for you. Thanks for thanks for checking in." Hey Herbie, just see yeah. how things going they, for you, Herbie. They, they took. They yeah, cut me kids off. Kids are doing great. I'll tell them. I went on like a four minute breakdown, and then I realized, oh, they had already moved on to something else. Uh, but they they were like ten seconds ahead of the room, so they flashed on my phone the graphic Liberty so Oregon. And I'm like, I'm seeing it. Everybody else is still watching the TV. So I kind of like look over at Brad Queen and kind of give him a little like wink, like we're good. We got I don't know if he knew what that meant or not, or if he's just like, what's this guy's problem? <laughs> <laughs> why is this guy winking at me? <laughs> why, is he, why is he winking at me? Uh, oh but yeah, uh, unbelievable. Just so cool. Like just the, the emotion in that room because you thought, I felt good about it. Sunday morning, I go to church. Joe, you need to take that? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about, you know. Co- oh, it's Durkin. Oh, ah. oh he's coming oh. along here in just a minute. Coach Durkin. What you got for me, Dirks? Okay. <laughs> We're actually going to be talking. We pre-taped the interviews. Yeah. Coach Durkin's coming on here in a moment. You could. Oh, they got it. Oh, Dirks, okay. Dirks, they you just you. follow. They'll they bring you. you over. You are yeah. a high, this is high you are a high celebrity member of this university. This is, this is quality okay. radio. Uh, just come podcasting. on over. They got you all taking yeah. break. Tell them to pick, get the limo put out front. I think my neighbors thought I was getting murdered because yeah. I was screaming at the top of my lungs, so excited 
Could not believe it. Well, I felt really confident. Church Sunday morning, everybody's like, what do you think? I'm like, I, we're good. We're good. Yeah. And then the two yeah. polls come out. Do we and just want to bring Billy Durkin? It's like, I don't know about it anymore. When SMU had jumped us in those two polls, that's when I started getting a little bit nervous. But yeah, Coach Durkin, let's get him in here. Do we just want to mic him up? Should we just mic him up? Let's do it live. Hey, we'll do it live, Doug. Let's do it live. We'll do it it's live. Fine. Come on in, Coach. Let's go, Durks. They know about, they on, know about yeah, how we do on. things around here. This isn't the prettiest This is the first time you're on the Flame Central Oh, my gosh. Welcome. What's up, talking about? The old road graders, that, baby. We, this That's is right. That's some big old road graders. This is just live. We're making it happen. That's right. Sorry. This is how things work when you're part of a New Year's Six. You know? Took your phone call. You know? see. Took your and phone you call. took my phone call right on it. I didn't know that. Yeah. I left my ringer on just kind of for you. <laughs> yeah, that's why. <laughs> that's His why. ringer's okay. always on. Yeah. Sorry about that. No. 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 You do not have to apologize. We were actually just talking about how we found out our reaction to the big news. Um, yeah, what were you thinking in those final moments? They go, they're running through all the games. All right, you want to know the truth? Yeah. I, yeah. Okay, so the truth was. Yeah. Joe doesn't even have his shoes on. Yeah, this yeah. is like. Get comfortable. <laughs> I'm rolling out my. What kind of operation is this? Yeah, I'm rolling my foot. What kind of operation is this? So we're sitting there, yeah. and, and uh, you know, the last one they put up is the Fiesta Bowl, which, yeah. of course, is obviously it's there in Arizona, but it's west. Yes. And we're mm. thinking, you know, because we're thinking Peach Bowl, right? Like right. close, east right. coast, all that, travel, the yada, yada. Head west, young man. And we were like, that's it. Man. Yeah. And then it hit, and we we're like, what? You know, it was yeah. crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. You know, I mean, you, you were there. You saw yeah. that in the video. It's it's nuts. Did you know that awesome. Matt? Did you know that Matt knew like ten seconds before everybody else did? In did the you? room, he was yeah. on Facetime with ESPN. My phone was, was the, the team the shot that ESPN took, and so it's ahead of the TV. So right. like for ten seconds, right. it's showing that graphic. I'm looking at Brad Queen like, and he's I don't know. He's like, what are you? What are you? Why are you leave well, me alone? You know, we used to do that. In the FCS days, right, yeah. and and at other places where yeah. we'd sit and we'd have the thing, and you knew you were behind mm -hmm. from what was actually happening, but you never know how much and whatever, and it's it was pretty crazy. Coach, how long do you stay in this state of celebration and just how amazing <laughs> soaking that in before you're like, oh, we got some work to do? Yeah, big no, opponent in Oregon. Well, you know, I mean, right now we're we're meeting with our guys and and making sure the team is good and everybody's in good shape. Um, and uh, you know this transfer portal bit is a is an ordeal to have to deal with. Um, so you know we're trying to keep everybody together with that. Uh, so that's keeping you busy. I met with O Lyman all morning, so that was keeping my mind off things, I guess. Uh, and uh, you know then we got recruiting. We got to hit the road, right? It's so you know so and you know we got to make a schedule. I know Brad and Coach and Jamie are working on that, but we got to get a schedule together. So that we, but really want just talking to kids about finishing school. I mean, gosh, they come this far and then for not to be able to go if they don't finish their academics oh, the right way. Oh, you're eligible by Ooh. then, don't you? You got yeah. to be. So, yeah. that, I mean, that's the other thing. You know, yeah. sometimes you sneak them in if it's an earlier bowl, and there ain't no sneaking. No. You know, Ooh, you either yeah. make it or you don't. That's a really good yeah. point. Yeah, so you got to you gotta make sure that they're on their stuff. And, yeah. um, you know, and some of them got some work to do. So, <laughs> What do you think? Because people always talk about a game like this, what it can do for a program. For you, you're getting ready to hit the road recruiting what can it do, you feel like, when you walk into somebody's house now compared to before Liberty was in the New Year's season? Yeah, no, there's no doubt that the exposure that you get um, and just the way we've played, yeah. um, I think, you know, a credit to these kids. But, like, it's, it's, it puts you out there. You know, I mean, you're, rank, I mean, you're ranked. Yeah. I mean, now you're playing one game. I mean, the game 
there is nobody else yeah, playing. Yeah, yeah. You know, on the day that people want to watch football, I mean, oh. it's pretty cool. Yeah. You know. With that being said, Coach, when you when you guys go on the road recruiting, you have a group of kids that you're recruiting. Now that you get into this type of game and you're playing this type of competition, this level, this type of exposure, does that bring players that you wouldn't have expected to recruit back into the mix? With somebody that's like, hey, this kid's getting recruited by a Tennessee or Virginia Tech that we probably really didn't have a shot at, but now we feel as if we may have that chance. Is that a possibility of some of the kids that you're looking at in recruiting? Yeah, I think it is. I think that it's more so going forward. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's quite a few kids that are already committed to us for this class. Yeah. Um, and some of the, the majority of the recruiting that's going on right now is going out and making sure that they're set. And, yeah. you know, a lot of them are mid-year, meaning they'll be here in January. Yeah. You know, so you're trying to make sure just to solidify that commitment um, and make sure that they're good to go um, and everything is good with them. But, you know, they're fired up. But it certainly does open doors to some people. I mean, whenever you have brand recognition, man, there's right. people are going to listen to you, you know. Um, you know, and I've always said this. I've been fortunate. I've always coached at the Division One level. And when you walk into the high school with a scholarship in your hand, people are going to listen. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, and now with the stage that we're on and the success that we've been able to have this year, but for the program historically, I right. mean, there's there's people going to listen. They know. Coach, let's paint the picture because when you look back a year ago, I think it was a year ago today, Chadwell was hired. You guys had right? the coach's frat house. Remember, yeah. we haven't even yeah. asked you about that. And now yeah. all of a sudden, yeah. you're really like, I don't, have no, you don't want to know. <laughs> I don't have time to talk about that. I'm preparing for yeah. Oregon. Uh, uh, but just like what you guys have been able to accomplish. I just like keep going back to that. How put into words, if you can, how difficult it's been to be able to reach this level of success. Well, it's, it certainly wasn't easy. And I don't think any of us would have sat here in January or coming out of the spring and said, you know, oh, we're on the cusp. We're close. We're right there. Yeah. I mean, everything kind of had to fall into place. You know, certainly the quarterback played outstanding. Yeah. I mean, Caden had a great year, but the, you know, I mean, we had guys on the O line who had never knew each other, let alone played with each other. <laughs> yeah. And that's a position that I, you know, we take a lot of pride in them having trust in each other. And shoot, they didn't even know each other, you know. And we had to utilize the transfer portal to to take care of um, some deficiencies that we had. And with some of the pieces that were here, it just it's pretty magical, really, how it all kind of has come together. We've stayed pretty healthy, knock on wood. Right, you know, right. I mean, I've, I've had my same start in five all year, which is extremely unusual. Um, but that's, you know, a credit to Coach Scott. Thank God we got him out of the animal house over there so he's all set. <laughs> he can focus on what he's got to do. He's got his own animal house with yeah, his kids yeah, running around. Right. But, no, I mean, you know, that's a tough – it was a uh, – it's hard to believe it was a year ago. You know, time flies, really. really? You know, and here we are. Who, yeah. who in that room has kind of brought everybody together? Because you, you have all these new faces like you talk about, and then you have you know an injury to Brandon. You like you have a, a lot thrown at you. Who's been kind of your guy that's kind of helped keep everybody together from a player perspective? Well, you know, X is Gadlin's the guy's yeah. out in front, and and he certainly is that guy. Um, you know, and Brendan has been in every meeting, mm -hmm. um, and has really tried to be the second coach. Wow. Well, in the room, you know, that's cool. um, I mean, I. Yeah, Trey, too. I don't want right, to discount right, Trey right, Carter. Right, right. But, yeah. like, you know, just being that guy. But, you know, X it did a great job. Um, Xavier, you know. Yeah. And, and John, I really like John. I mean, I'm most probably proud of John Graham. Mm. I mean, the kid didn't play a whole lot previously. 
and he's been awesome and he's tough as nails and he doesn't say anything and he just works. And uh, so I've been really proud of him, but um, you know, there's a bunch of unselfish kids, which is really, those are the kind of kids you want to coach. Now I know, you know, you've got a lot going on. So you probably haven't gotten super deep into Oregon, but just in general, when you make that jump from playing the teams you've been playing to a power five and not just any power five, you're going Mm -hmm. a top 10 power five, What's the biggest difference? What's maybe the, the, the challenge that you see most from an offensive line standpoint? How has it changed? Well, I'll tell you from personal experience, having played at uh, UMass, yeah. um, you know, and it was F- FCS at the time. Yeah. And we were good then, by the way. Yeah. You yeah. know, we right. were winning that, games. No, we know. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Anyway, yeah. um, you know, yeah. you come from the F- FCS level, and then, you, yeah. you know, I was in camp with the Patriots, and I was just like, slow this down, <laughs> like yeah. how fast it was. Yeah. So that's what's going to be a little bit of a shot, because even here, I mean, we've played some really good teams. We've played some really good players individually, yeah. but as a collection for a unit and for a team, I mean, it's going to be a speed that they haven't seen. So to try to mimic that speed is going to be critical in the weeks preparing. But also, you know, when you get out there is just not getting like, Oh my God, what's going on? Not just doing kind something of settling in. Like right. we're off, we're fine. We yeah. know what we're doing. And, and um, you know, and I, and I mean, honestly, I think that, uh, you know, I mean, our line's pretty good. Yeah. And uh, I mean, that's a credit to those kids, but I mean, we're not going to, we'll be able to run some offense. It's not, you know what I mean? We're not going to get, um, we'll be fine. Yeah. I'm so excited. Can we play tomorrow? <laughs> no, I know you guys need more so, time. We need a little time. So, so, Coach, what has been the key? Like, when I watch you guys play a championship game, especially from, I mean, the, the, leading the nation in rushing, right? You guys, and I've always said this from day one, is that for this offense to really generate and get up and go is your ability to run the ball between the tackles, which you guys have done an unbelievable job of doing. That sets up so much of everything else. Uh, and but then what I was super impressed with in that championship game was your pass protection. I mean, Caden sat back down there and had plenty of time. And and then when it you know things if there's nobody open, he was able to take off and run. Even so, so I just watched the overall aspect of your offensive line. What what has it been to be able to go from where you were in the spring to get where you were in that conference USA championship? How was that? How are you able to do that so fast with a brand new group of guys? Yeah, it was a lot of work. Um, and they put in a lot of time and I think more than anything, they, you know, we talked about our word embrace and they embraced what we were teaching. And I've always been that guy who I, we, we need to know what we're doing. There's no question about it, but I'm passionate about the, the, really the science, the physics of actually like the body and moving people, moving people. All right. And how you protect That's a skill. And they've taken it to heart. And, and you know, our ability to run the ball has certainly helped us in our pass protection yeah. because, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. you, and you can make them think it's run every single time, by, and it could be because right. <laughs> we can't right, do it. Right. So that always helps you. Yeah. Um, but they've embraced the things that we've taught. They've worked hard to get better at everything. And, um, and I mean, quite frankly, they're pretty good. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, we're, we're not bad. What's it like having this level of success with a staff that you, so many of you have been together for so long. Does that make it even more special that it's not like, well, I just, you know, I'm bouncing up the chain. I pop in here for a couple of years. I pop, like you guys have gone through it 
together for and such a long time. And who's the most annoying on the staff? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, he's ready to answer he's that. Ready. Yeah, <laughs> Dirks, go ahead and answer that. <laughs> no, the, no, the funny thing is, so I'm like the odd man out. I, I mean, I'm the new guy. Um, I mean, I'm the one who was, I'm the only one who was part of the original staff when Jamie came into Coastal. Um, and, you know, whatever we clicked and, you know, when he was making some changes, um, you know, my wife's like, what's going to happen? And this and that. I said, well, I've been interv for interviewing for two years, so he either likes me or he doesn't. So, <laughs> yeah. I, and if it, it's over, yeah, it's yeah, over. But yeah. if it's on, we're on. And, but no, the, I mean, and a lot of these guys have been together a lot, even longer. But, you know, I mean, you just think about when you guys are able to accomplish things with, with your peers and your friends and people that you care about, it makes it that much more special. I mean, you know, people were tearing up yesterday because of, you know, and I think we all understand the amount of work. I mean, I've been doing this a long time and haven't been on this stage and it's, you know, but I've been doing this a long time for a reason. You know, you survive by being able to do the job. And I think we got some tremendous coaches that do it at an extremely high level. And, you know, the results have been there this year. When we've asked a lot of coaches and players about you as a coach, um, can just the ability to communicate clearly is not something that I do well, but <clears throat> trying to get this question out. So what <laughs> what has made you, or who have you maybe reached out to as a mentor of like how to coach that way? Or were you coached that way by someone that is, you know, really not just yelling at the guys, you're just able to communicate? Because I even see you like on the sidelines and it's just like so calm, cool, and collected when you communicate to your guys. Well, I'd love to tell you it was it, it happened naturally, but it didn't. It was something that took me some time to develop. Um, and, I mean, I, I do credit Jamie, and I credit um, Joe Moglia was phenomenal. Um, I mean, you know, just about keeping your cool, like you said. You know, when I was a young coach now, no, forget about it. I mean, <laughs> I'm throwing things in the locker room. She, she snapped a, <laughs> snap a few clipboards, coach. Yeah. I still probably owe some money to some places <laughs> I've worked, but no, you, you know, you, you grow and you mature. And I mean, I, honestly, quite frankly, I'm like, I'm getting too old for this. I'm not going to be yeah. up screaming and yelling at you. Yeah, like yeah. we're either doing it the right yeah, way or you're, you're not no, doing it. You're well, no spring you know, but, chicken anymore. Are you, no, but you know, you, you figure out that I think the key to coaching is every kid is different mm. and you got to find the right buttons to hit. Because I may be able to scream and yell at you. I'll take him first. Yeah, that, that's, but yeah. You get after He's him a lot more harder and he'll respond yeah, right. versus a guy. All right, listen, we got to coddle you. Not coddle yeah. is the wrong right. word, but put your arm around and be like, hey, listen, do you understand what you did yeah. was wrong? So I work really hard at trying to attack the action and not the kid. Hmm. You know, because the neat. kid, you know, you're not a dumb yeah. whatever yeah. But what you did was really, really <laughs> but dumb. But that was, yeah. And if you continue to <laughs> do action was those dumb. really yeah. dumb You're things. not dumb. Yeah. Right. Matt and tells and that's that what it is. Time. And right. as soon as they right. – <laughs> but if they understand that, mm -hmm. you know, and they know that you you have their best interest, it, it, it becomes easy. And But it's it's – they're not all the same. Mm -hmm. You know, they are not all the same. Some of them are extremely tem temperamental. And, and sometimes, you know, you can overcoach a kid. And you don't want that to happen, especially at O-line. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, I got a couple in the room right now in the, in the conversation. Hey, coach, what about? Yeah. <laughs> block that guy. <laughs> move him. Yeah, but what? No, yeah. no, move, no just go move, block no, him. Move him. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Right? That's it. Just go. What's the best bowl game that you've been in, the, the highest or the best? <clears throat> well, the military bowl, when I was at Bowling Green, the military bowl mm -hmm. was pretty sweet. 
Um, we stayed in uh, D.C. and we played in RFK Stadium. Oh, we played at RFK. I mean, sitting in the visitors' locker room with where Lombardi yeah. sat. You know, what I mean, wow. like that. Those are some pretty cool moments. Um, but this will be the biggest for sure. Yeah. With, with that being said, how do you? What do you think the key is for the players? Because they're going to be on this national stage, January first, New York, New York, New Year six. Everybody in the nation watching. What do you think? How do you coach them from the aspect of not allowing them to get too big-eyed? Because that's going to be the natural. That's going to be tough. And you know, in that that in that situation, you have a tendency to freeze. How do you keep it where you can say, guys, this is just a football game. Go out and just play. What do you what do you what do you tell the kids? What do you tell your guys? Well, I, I, quite frankly, I think there'll be some learning for us too. I mean, you know, I've played at Michigan. I've played and not played, coached. And you walk into those places and you get that. You look around a little bit and. You know, hopefully we can get we'll get there early. We know that, and we'll get that a little bit out of their system early, and just understand that what got us here. Is, I mean, we've played 13 championship games already. I mean, that's the way we approach it in our office, and we're not changing. Um, so this is just another opportunity for another championship, and let's just go play and and remember, fall back on the habits that you've developed and worked on, and and uh, that have gotten us here. And you know, the other thing is going to be. Uh, they put on their their pants one leg at a time too, so and they still got to tie their own shoes. Like, you know what I mean? They're they're, they're going to be very talented. They're very good. There's no question about it. But you know what? We got some pretty talented kids too. Coach, you know when when I was playing in North Carolina, we were getting ready to play Oklahoma against Barry Switzer, and somebody said, you know, I think Mac Brown said they put their pants on one leg at a time, and one of the other guy, one of the reporters said, yeah, they just do it a lot faster. <laughs> I was going to say we're sitting down. <laughs> Maybe a little bigger pants, too. <laughs> pants are bigger and they do it a little faster. Yeah. No, it's, it's all good. I mean, they're, you know, they're, it's an awesome opportunity. Sure. Um, we got to get over the excitement part and get down back, mm -hmm. get back to work. But yeah. there's still a lot of, you know, just some planning and things that, which thankfully I don't have to do. But just once we get an idea of how we're going to handle the whole month, because it's a month. Mm -hmm. You know, my wife's already talking about this, that. And I'm like, Hunt, it, it's a month away. Like, <laughs> and it does sneak what up, but, yeah. you know, I mean, it. but still, it's like, huh. And in, the, in this age of college football, I mean, you look at, you look at the, the Boise State's beating the Oklahoma back in the day. You look at Tulane, what they did last year against USC. It's like th this, like, there's no reason to think that for one second that with the Number one rushing offense in the nation. Caden uh, Salter, our quarterback. The weapons you have, the, the well the O-line's playing, all these things. There's no no doubt in mind whatsoever that you can step into that big arena and compete all day long. Yeah. Come I mean, on. it's going to be fun. No, I mean, blast. we earned it. I mean, at the blast. end of the day, we yeah. earned this. Yeah. We didn't, uh, you know, nobody nobody handed this to us. I mean, I don't care who you play, when you play. You win 13 games. That's pretty darn impressive. I've never been a part of it. I mean, yeah. I've had some really good years coaching and playing and never like this. Yeah, um, Coach, what's your message to the haters? Because I'm having a really hard time using, like, my keeping my cool on Twitter to, like, Liberty didn't deserve this strength of schedule. Blah, 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 blah. What's your message to the I haters? I like to take your phone away. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, the biggest thing that aggravates me is I, I understand what they say with the strength of schedule, but like everybody said, that strength of schedule is based on a rating that they did before anybody played a game. Thank you. And, mm. you know, I, I would argue that that has changed. Now, I also know this is that as soon as, and I'm not the boss and I, I'm not privy to all the information, but you guys would know this better than I, that before this schedule was set for this year, moving into Conference USA, through 
all the schedule the schedule was out the window because you had to yeah, incorporate hundred percent yeah, all the schools that if for the league purposes yeah. and there were people lining up to get out of playing us early yeah. mm, one of them was <clears throat> mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no so I mean right. you know there's only so much right. you can do with right. what you have so I mean it, it, whatever. whatever we, we exactly. lined up whatever. we played right. 15, 13 right. games and we won every game right and I I'm not ashamed of anything. That's right. Bill Durgan came on the Flame Central podcast powered by Alcova Mortgage. Oh, yes. And Joe didn't even say, you put your thumbs in Joe has his bet. He has his Durkin. And I'm just like, what? Sit Joe down. He has his shoe off. He's rolling. Come January 1, all the fireworks go off, right? And they come out and the smoke happens. The crowd goes crazy. Everybody's going to have their pom-poms. Everybody's going nuts. And then when when you put the ball on the ground, and you snap the ball in between your legs, you bring it back and you take your butt, the plumsy is done right inside of that, right inside that right pant, and you pull that butt straight on up, yeah. and we pull the shirt down, oh. and we get to work. Yes, sir. Yeah. This is a little bit more than I <laughs> that, signed up for in here, I think. <laughs> that was the end of the speech, yeah, Bill. Gosh, I'm so sorry. Have you ever played O-line? Oh, I don't mess around with the O-line, Coach. <laughs> coach, I will well, at least you you're smart much, enough to understand. Coach, I will tell you this much. For some reason, and then I think this is why you and I hit it off. For some reason, <laughs> when I was in college, the guys I hung around with were the O-linemen. I love the O-linemen. All my buddies, you go back to me in North Carolina, and it's the O-linemen. We're all running around together. I used to be like their pass protection dummy. Right, we would go out on a Friday night, and they would just—they would pound me from one guy to the next. He <laughs> said, "I'm run. so sorry, but like no. honestly, Coach, I thought this was so put together and Coach, so great, Coach, and then it's falling off the, the rails, rails quick. fast. This okay. must be my fault." Coach, listen, 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 listen. All right, this is it. Less Coach, than 20 listen, seconds listen, left. Listen, listen, listen. So we're out one night, and all the old linemen are pass proing me around. We're hanging out there, and, and one of my buddy's brother was there. One of the old linemen's brothers there, and he didn't know who I was. Right. And he looked over he looked over his brother who played in the NFL for like 12 years, Kevin Donnelly. And he said, Kevin, I don't know who this Joe Yacht guy is, but man, is he ever resilient? (laughs) (laughs) They just just beat me for one year. I would come back for more. Yeah. We're going to regroup. So we'll stop down with with, uh, after this conversation with coach. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. Oh, thanks for having me. Excited to see you guys get to work. Tear him up, Dirk. Let's go, baby. I have no doubt Coach Durkin is going to get these big boys ready and, uh, you know, be ready to play on New Year's Day. All I know, the Flames will never lose a game in 2023. (laughs) Good point. Wow. Point well, Durkin. Mm -hmm. That's good. Okay. Point point well, Durkin. (laughs) Before I forget, (laughs) I just want to give a shout out to Ryan Carr and our equipment staff for doing the new helmet, giving us a new helmet, Sparky. This, I think, is my new favorite. But throughout the entire season, his entire staff has done an incredible job um, with those helmets uh, week in and week out. Just all the equipment in general. So shout out to them. Okay, so let's talk a little bit more breaking down. That was kind of like a little crazy. You no, know, was. just Durkin Dirk walking right in. We've never done that. When Dirk comes in, you're not going to slow him down. No. You can't Why stop. would you try to stop him? No. no. He's a momentum moving forward. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, I do not want to get in his way. So let's talk about this CUSA championship yeah. game. Um, our initial takeaways. I was... Little disappointed in some of you know our play on the defensive side of the ball. Why you gotta go negative? Right? I'm not going negative, but I was just a little worried. You it's know, a few, a few plays. That's what she does. That's just 
naturally she no, leans. We're going to need to clean up some things on that You had a right to be. You had a right to be. I was just a little frustrated. My big takeaway was this. Before the game started, I asked, you know, Coach Shadwell two questions coming off the bus. And he had said a line where he said, we play our best in the biggest games. Yeah. And when he said it, like, you felt it. You feel like, okay, well, I believe you. And, <laughs> and that was never more true than with Caden Salter. Yeah. Like, he played, I would say, his best game yeah. as a flame yeah. on the biggest stage yeah. in a game where – the defense was having us some struggles, and they were giving up some points where you needed to. Like yeah. early in that game, Liberty was down seven nothing. They were down fourteen seven. Like you kept being like, "All right, well, we got to answer again." Like he stepped up time and time again. He made some incredible throws. He made the run where the option uh. broke in play. And he just turned it back, and there's three guys staring him in the face, yeah. and he made them all miss mm-hmm. and took it to the house. Like he did everything in this game. And didn't make the mistake. We talked, you know, Joe and I we were talking during the game. Like it feels like that game where, like, whoever makes that first turnover, yeah. that could be the that could be the difference. He didn't make the mistake. No, and that that's the best I've ever seen him play, and it couldn't have come at a better time. Listen to this stat line, okay? So he went twenty for twenty-five, three hundred and nineteen passing yards. QBR was ninety-seven point six. Mm-hmm. Rushing twelve carries for hundred and sixty-five yards. Went over a thousand. It yeah, is unbelievable. Yeah. And so he needs to throw for 250 yards in that bowl game, which is going to be very difficult, but he, to, to be the 3,000, 1,000. You know, and I know you're right about the defense did struggle along the way, but, you know, I went back and we did our pregame show and I did like keys to the game. And I thought, you know, you get in these conference, USA, you get conference championship games. And I think coaches are more apt to go for it on fourth down. And I said the the team that wins that fourth down battle will have the best chance to win the game. Yeah. And that when Von Blue, they ran the toss sweep to Von Blue, yeah. and then they he got it, they reviewed it, came back and say he didn't get it. That's because I think at that point, I was New I think they were up 14-7 at that right. point. Yeah, that's right. And I thought, oh what? Right. They went down once, twice. It's 14-7. We're going into score. They stop us on fourth down. They get the ball back. They march down the field and go 21-7. This is a different ball game, and I think on that series, Liberty's defense got a three and out, mm-hmm. got the ball back, and went back and scored and made it 14-14. The one thing about this defense, and you're, you're right, don't get me wrong, you're right, like they were giving up some big plays. Pavi went out of the game. They went to a backup quarterback. Backup yeah. quarterback looked just as good as Pavi looked. Blaze Burlowitz. Blaze Burlowitz was was tearing it up. And the 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 thing though that this defense has always done, whether that was Middle Tennessee State. Uh, other games is that when it came time to make the plays and you had yep, to make yep. the plays, they they made them. And anyway, that was I Brandon Bishop, that, right? Brandon Bishop's one interception, interception. One handed interception. You go back to that Middle Tennessee's the one yep. Preston Hodge had in that game. So it's like they made the plays and they had to make the plays. They made the stops and they had to make the stops. And that was the difference in the ball game. Yeah, Brandon Bishop came up big in this game. He had 11 total tackles, yeah. six solos. So wow. he had a, he had a great game, led the Flames then, on the defensive And side. then you look up at the end of the game and you see 712 total yards. Oh, like that, gosh, that's a lot that of yards. That's a game. lot of yards. Yeah. Like that, I mean, didn't punt. Didn't punt in the game. You know, that's just the offense was just at another level. I think that when you go back to the bowl discussion on them picking uh, for for the New Year Six game, is you and I said this. I thought you know my bowl prediction was or not score prediction was twenty one twenty Liberty. Right. I really felt as if 
there was going to be a lot more defense in this game Same. after you saw, like, hey, they held Auburn at 10 points, yeah. right? Their defense, Matt had the stats out. They were giving up, like, three yards, just over three yards per attempt They hadn't rushing. given up 30 points in 10 straight games. Yeah, so, I mean, it had it had all the fingerprints on it yeah. of, like, this is, could be a defensive battle, a few turnovers here. And it was the complete opposite of that. Liberty dominated the offensive side of the ball. And I think when the committee looks at that from an excitement standpoint and a good right. game standpoint, it's like, dude, this offense is very difficult to stop, and they can put up Because numbers. typically, and you mentioned some of those upsets, the Tulane, the Boise State, typically – if the underdog wins those games, yeah. they're not winning 17-13. Correct. Right? Yeah. They're winning a shootout. Yeah. They're winning like Tulane did against USC, which was like 52-49 or whatever right. it was. Right. Like, that's the way they win. That's the way they compete. And so, yeah, to, to your point, like, I think we all agree, when Liberty plays Oregon, they're not going to win 17-14. Right. If Liberty pulls it off, it's going to be a high-scoring, yeah. you know, yeah. back-and-forth game. Um, so going off the New Year's Six, Boo uh, Corgan was asked by our Chris Fanini, who comes on our pregame show, which we need to, Flames fans. Not everybody has Benini. to be. A, yeah, lay give Benini yeah, a break. Lay off of Vanini. He I is like doing his job. I like a lot. And he was wondering about, he was asked, uh, or asked uh, Boo Corgan about, um, similar to Florida State, SMU lost his starting quarterback late in the season. Did that play any factor in the decision to have Liberty ahead of SMU? Boo said, no, it didn't. As we are looking at it, Liberty 5-0 against teams 500 or above. Put up 700-plus yards against mm -hmm. New Mexico State, a team that a week before went down and held Auburn to uh, 10 points. Again, each one of these is held in isolation and looking at it, and SMU goes from unranked to ranked. A really good win against Tulane, but at the end of the day, the committee voted for Liberty at 23, SMU at 24. So we talked going into this game, does Liberty, the conference championship, does Liberty need to like have those style points? Do those style points matter? And I think in the end, it did. To go off of it, um, Vanini asked, how deep was the schedule conversation? The fact that SMU lost to Power 5 teams and Liberty didn't play Power 5 teams. How do you guys square that? It was part of the conversation as we were going through it. Our job is not to regulate who plays whom. It's just on the opponents that they do play. But again, Liberty is averaging over 500 yards a yeah. game, scoring over 40 points. Looking at it any differently than going against their schedule. And again, we do strength of schedule and bands. And the band between SMU and Liberty was not so great that we looked at it as a key reason to change the vote. So that's just some more clarification. That's you're, good. You're, you're, you're a really good reader. Yeah. You read that good. really well. Yeah. Well, I was I supposed to paraphrase no, it? I was no, just, no, I didn't no, want, no, no, hey, I'm a reporter. No, no. I don't want to put words right. in anybody else's no. mouth. I want to do it straight no. from the source. And, and, this was, and that's important to know right. because I think there's been a lot of discussion about, well, him live, Boo Live, was yeah. did not give a good explanation of why they chose Liberty. They kept winning games like that. Well, yeah. so did Florida State. Yeah, like, right. So I think that this explanation represents a lot better reason of why Liberty deserved to get that New Year's Well, and, and obviously there's been a lot of arguments about Florida State and should they have been in or not. But I, I think they should I think if you are going to penalize them for their quarterback being hurt, I was saying going into the selection show, SMU needs to be in that same boat. Because if you're, if you're grading it by who are you now, not who you were at your best, well, SMU, while they beat Tulane and Florida State, beat Louisville, they didn't do it the way they would have done it with their starting quarterback. Right. Their their quarterback turned it over three times. They kicked a million field goals. Like, like 
if you're going to grade one that way, you need to grade the other that way. So, so is SMU's starting quarterback, I don't know his he injury. He broke his what leg he, in, oh, against okay, Navy. Okay. So he was so done. He, he was done. So he was done. If he would have been healthy. I don't like that mindset I anyway. Like I don't believe in that. But if you're if that is a factor for you in one case, it should have been a factor in the other. And mm -hmm. in the end, whether it was or not, I don't know. But Liberty gets the nod. She said it wasn't. But, but, but I think here's the thing regarding all of it. Right, whether this was to keep FSU out and to put Alabama in, whatever, is yeah. that you simply the committee looks there and like and everybody thinks there's sabotage and it's all this and whatever, but I don't think it's true at all. But the committee sits there and they look and they have weights. It's weight like how much do you want to weigh strength of schedule? How much do you want to weigh injuries? Mm -hmm. How much do you want to weigh uh, if you're the Power Five Conference Championship for, for FSU. And so they look at all of that, and with those weights, they figure, okay, then, all right, it's a little we need to go with this team. And I think it's as simple as whether that's F FSU, like the, the weight, the weight of the top four teams, where they said, yo, FSU won the thing, which is true. All the arguments are true. But ultimately, they had to weigh something heavier than the other. And what they weighed more was who are the best four teams in the country right now mm -hmm. that's what they took whether it's right or wrong that's what they took and wait and they said if you were and i thought this was a really good point because there's like four or five coaches that are on that committee they went to boo corg and talked about how they went to the coaches and they said if you're michigan right now who would you rather play would you rather play alabama or would you rather play florida state and they said i'd rather play florida state because they don't have their quarterback yeah. Right? And so the bottom line was that carried a lot of weight. And that's what got Alabama. But you can't in. tell me that Michigan's better than Georgia. I don't know. I know yeah, it's I just mean, on well, paper. But the thing is, is if that's the case, then why put Florida State in between Alabama and Georgia? Yeah, that's Like, true. Florida I mean, State is not better than Georgia right. without their starting quarterback. No. If you're going to rank it like well, I'm that. I'm just saying that was their, that was their yeah. weight for keeping them out. And I, I heard some of the guys staying, staying in, on, on the pregame show or the, the watch, whatever, the selection show. And I agree with it. Like, when it is that subjective, this is what you're going to this get. This is what you get. If it's you're looking for the who would be the best right now, as opposed to you're looking for who has the best resume, yeah, the best that's what you're gonna get. Yeah. That's yeah, what you're gonna get. And that's where they put more weight. They put more they put yeah. the weight on give me the best four teams right now. Yeah. That was a part the, but big, the I, bigger I part have of a the problem equation. with that when people always what do they praise college football for compared to the NFL? Oh, the regular season means something. Yeah. In the NFL, it doesn't mean anything. Everybody goes to the playoffs. But in college football, every regular season game means something. Right. Well, not really, because Florida <laughs> State went 13 and 0. Yeah. And it didn't mean anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a, a tweet I saw from Nick Pierce here at Liberty, the voice, one of the voice of the yep. Flames. Eight years ago, Liberty finished tied for third in the Big South football standings. Today, Liberty is undefeated and headed to the Fiesta Bowl as CUSA champions. I hope everyone realizes just how insane this is, yeah. how blessed we are, and how far ahead of schedule this program is. So, what, like, obviously, what they've been able to accomplish is just remarkable. No one would have ever thunk it. But um, if you, if there was a 12-team college playoff, Liberty would be in the playoff yeah. right now. Like, that, to me, is just unbelievable. What... Like, what does this do for this program in terms of, like, we talked a little bit about, like, recruiting and yeah. stuff for Durkin, yeah. but, like, really, what does this do for this program? I mean, first of all, it was like yesterday. 
five years ago, whatever it was, when Matt Warner was on the call, which will go down as close to being <laughs> to Do You Believe in Miracles? <laughs> Do You Believe in Miracles, yeah. 1980, Miracle yeah. on Ice, right. to, to, to yeah. DJ Stubbs catching the first touchdown yeah, in oh, Williams Stadium, and my. Matt Warner hits him with the welcome to the FBS. Yeah. Matt Warner, that was like it was yesterday. Yeah, it really you was. Said That's that what it feels call? like. Yeah. His first welcome call. to the he FBS. He caught the ball and said, welcome to the FBS, and now we're – this is unbelievable. Yeah. Now we're playing Oregon and the yeah. New York Six Bowl. Unbelievable. And, and to answer the question regarding recruiting, I think, you know, that's, it obviously is huge because you're, you're going to get the national spotlight now. And now your, your name is in the conversation with playing with these teams. So I think it's difficult. I mean, like Colton Korn, who does the recruiting for Liberty, Jamie Chad, all the staff. Like now you have to – this is when it gets really hard. Because now you have to make decisions on what kids you're going to recruit. That's why I asked that question to Durkin. It's like, now do we go out and start going for four-star, three, high three-star, four-star, even five-star kids? Um, because you, you, we're playing Oregon. We're we're at the top of the, We're at the top of the heap now, right there with them. But then the bigger question is, can you really get those right. kids? Right. Yeah. And that's that's where it's like you're. We're. It's a high wire act. Well, up I there. think that because you do have to recruit at a higher level, obviously. If, it, that you want to, but at the same time, it's like now you're going up against Tennessee. Right. You can can you can you actually get the kid? Yeah, but I think that them choosing Liberty to be in this New Year's Six will help that oh, argument so much because you can say now, and there's yeah, those recruiting homes. Have. It's why hey, you can go to Tennessee and you can potentially play in the college football playoff, but here at Liberty you can too, and right. you're gonna start, well, you know. So and, you have- and no one I think will benefit more than the guy that was sitting right here in Coach Durkin in terms of recruiting offensive linemen. Yeah. A Newland mm-hmm. Isaac, when you're yeah. out there recruiting at the running back position, running back O-line, those should be the positions where Liberty can start to recruit at that level faster. Yeah. Because you see now, you want to be a part of the top rushing offense in the mm-hmm. country. You want to be involved running the football in all these variety of ways. Like, yeah. like yeah. you come here. Yeah. You're going to get every yeah. opportunity. Oh, we're going to run three backs out there. And they're all going to get a bunch of touches. Like with certain position groups like that, I feel like Liberty even more so moves up maybe faster in terms of recruiting than even some some other spots. And and the other thing too is the transfer portal. That's the whole other word of recruiting is that you can go into the transfer portal now. And if you're a kid that's at Alabama, for example, or Florida State, right, and you're behind a first-round draft choice, well, now – Boy, Liberty's a school that in the mix that you just watched them play on a New Year's Six game yeah. uh, on January 1 against Oregon compete like, hey, that might be a place I can go into what you said, Emily. I can go in and start right away and have the opportunity. So the transfer portal is going to be great for Liberty. And the other thing is with the mission of Liberty, I think for, for Christian schools in general, there's usually the idea of you have to sacrifice playing at the highest level to go to a school like Liberty. Right. Mm-hmm. That's out the window. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to sacrifice anything yeah. anymore. You can come to a place like Liberty with its mission and play and compete at the very highest level yeah. in the biggest games in the New Year's Six. You don't have to sacrifice anything. And Liberty's talked about it for years. That's always been the hope. Now it's a reality. It's here. It Say is here. Say it after me. Training champions <laughs> for Christ. Yeah, it's here. It's here. It's here. It's yeah. here. We have arrived. It's been Unreal. really exciting. Um, we're going to have a lot of uh, time, a couple weeks to talk more about um, Oregon and go more in depth yeah. about the New Year's Six Bowl. With what the was the play of the game? Um, 
What was the play of the game? The Alcova mortgage play Alcova of the mortgage game. Alcova mortgage play of the game. What was the play of the game? Wait a second. Turning before, point of the game. Before we get to that, why don't we talk about the power pass off? Will there wow. be a power pass off, ladies and Part gentlemen? Two. Part Will two. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Will Alcova I don't have to throw do this again, do I? Yes, you may. I started hot. I know. And I crashed. I had so many people at the game Friday night. <laughs> I lost track of how many people. I'm just walking up to the stadium, and people are in line waiting to come in, and guys are like, hey, did you win? Hey, who won the, hey. And I had to be like, well, yeah, you know, I won. And they're like, you better, you better win. Like, no. so many people were commenting about it. If I had lost, you know who he's like. I would have to move. <laughs> I would quit my job yeah, and move. I couldn't I have stayed. That. I could Emily, not have stayed here. Emily, you know who he's like right now? You know, he'll he'll like this because he's a big Rocky fan. He is like post Rocky one right now. When when I've uh, never seen Rocky. Oh what? Oh boy. Well, after Rocky and Apollo go toe to toe for fifteen rounds. And Paul whispers in Rocky ear, "Ain't gonna be no rematch. Ain't gonna be no rematch. Ain't gonna be no rematch. rematch. Guess what? There is a Rocky too. So Rocky two is right around the corner. Emily was three for three. She she had at 15 seconds. You had four. You were tied with them. I know. I know. Maybe if Matt doesn't want a rematch, maybe we can do like two of the Liberty quarterbacks or two of the Liberty coaches or something. We'll do something like great. A, like a Colton um, and Willie Corn. You never yeah, know. We'll do something great. Um, you've got, so, you got think, the big boards. I think we got more, you're back by all more uh, COVID mortgage. I mean, this isn't, this isn't hard. I, I think we should do another power pass off for two fans to get tickets to the Fiesta Bowl. <laughs> I think Power so. Power 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 we'll work on that. Let's work on giveaway. Yeah. Let's try to do that. Um, yeah, we're just putting you on the spot. Okay, play of the game. I would have to say. Yeah, Cobra Mortgage Power play of the game. Wait, what was the was Caden scrambling for that touchdown? Yeah. What did that was that like? Way what was, that was the score in the then? Quarter, wasn't yeah, it, it that was. That put us up 49-35. That's the last score. I mean, I do think it was the interception. Yeah. Oh, the brand I, I think that because that was yeah. the turning point. That I mean, it was in the end zone. Right, they were coming down. They're yeah. marching. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I think I think that was it. Okay, I think it's a Caden Salter scramble for a touchdown. Yeah, that just kind of was that the was icing on the cake. That, yeah. The nail in the coffin. Yeah, because they had them. They had them all bottled up in right. there. Durkin said at that point. Durkin yeah. said they blocked that thing up perfectly. They had it all blocked up perfectly, and those guys were meant to come through. All three of those guys were meant to escape through, and then he was just going to make everybody yeah, miss right. him. Yeah. Score for a touchdown. There was there was that was. I had perfectly blocked. Beautifully designed. I had just come down on the field. And I was in that end zone, not on that side of the end zone, but I like videoed it from my phone and I was like, no, no way. Is he still up from like getting, I mean, he dodged probably six or seven defenders. You know, it was a good one is when they went for on fourth down at the end, their final hope. And the guy caught the ball on the sideline. They called it a catch and then they had to review it. Remember oh, and it was, yes. And they, they yes. overread the very end. Oh, yeah. Yes. Well, right to there, give yeah. Matt Warren his credit, we were both standing right there, the same right view there. the ref had. Right, the ref called it a catch, and Matt Warner looked at me and he said, "That's not a catch. That's not a catch." Knows the sure enough, yeah. <laughs> sure enough, wasn't a catch. Okay, awesome. So we're going to talk a little bit hoops. And no, then, well, no. Are we, I, and then I, we're going to get to mailbag. We got mailbag. We got Snell scoring system. Oh, gosh. oh Snell scoring system is a big deal. Do you want to go into that? Because it was okay, the only way I stay well, alive. we'll go into that. Liberty I mean, hoops it's is the only way I stay alive. All right, let me tell you the scores that we predicted because none of us were very close. Okay, the final score was forty-nine thirty-five. Joe picked 21-20. Yeah. Emily picked 30-24. I picked 31-27. I end up winning simply because I was the highest uh, score possible, and they blew all of our scores out of the water. So heading into the Fiesta Bowl, I have five points. Emily has four and a half. 
Joe, three and a half. So Joe. <laughs> I've been eliminated. It looks like has I've been. been has no, been we eliminated. have to have a bonus point in this thing. Uh, <laughs> For the Fiesta Bowl, it's a it's a New Year's Six Bowl. We're having a yeah. bonus you point, and I don't want to argue about this. Need I don't want to argue. This. I don't want to argue. We're having a bonus point. Just so just he, figure he it out. He needs all the help that he can Jeff get. Jeff Snell said bonus point for bowl games. <laughs> so, so that's the way right. he's 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 determining let's, all the tiebreakers. Let's we'll talk about our um, Flames Fantasy let's, League. Let's not say did I get four thousand points? Have I reached? Because She's the another hat trick from Gwen Cooley. You have got to be kidding Emily, me. Emily, this was your best week of the season. Because oh, you had Cooley. I didn't think it was possible. Had three touchdowns. Daniels had a monster game. You even had the interception from Brandon Bishop. What the heck? Oh. Uh, 72.2 points for Emily for a grand total of 585 points. That there. is more. 72 points. That's what, like, you have total on the season, right? <laughs> That hurts. I, uh, sure, it hurts yeah. a little bit. Joe had 25 points when he had better weeks. I got Salter's for 322. Points. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, I had 39, pretty good for 429, but she so it doesn't matter. So you're, points. You're I mean, I'm over 100. If I'm... you add Salter's points for the last three weeks, it's around 90 something points, and that wouldn't even put us in the ballpark. Like, I, wow. it would get me. A little Not closer. even, but still. Not yeah. even. It's over. Wow. It's, a runaway. it's over. It's over. Um, She's a runaway train. Yeah. Uh, like I said, we'll have a lot of coverage on uh, the Fiesta Bowl in the coming weeks. Um, we'll Hopefully, we'll have feet on the ground there. The boots plan. on the ground. That's the oh. plan. Is that boots on the ground? Sorry, it's wrong ground, phrase. Yeah. Well, um, if you, depends if you wear the boots or not. Yeah. yeah. You're not it's even gonna wearing be warm. shoes. It's going to be warm. He's not wearing shoes so, yeah. right now. So. Flip-flops on um, the ground. Maybe the Flame Central podcast will be powered by Alcova Mortgage at the Fiesta Bowl. Yeah, I'm just throwing ideas out there. I'm just throwing ideas. Do you want so, mailbag? Um, mailbag. Let's do mailbag. Let's do mailbag. All right, mailbag. Mailbag. I had a couple people ask this a version of this question. Uh, was the New Mexico State win the biggest win in Liberty history? And yeah. is this the best team at Liberty ever, regardless of what happens mm. in the bowl? So I know you, me, and Pat Kelly were talking a little bit before the game. Biggest win would it be if they beat New Mexico State? I think it has to be simply because what it opened up, yeah. right? It opened up yeah, the New Year's Six. That's true. Now, you could say, and it, everyone has their own criteria. Uh, for some, the BYU win could be because that of the, you know, Dr. Falwell and what that meant to, to the school yeah. that, you know, that could be. Yeah. There was the Coastal Carolina beating them to make the FCS playoffs yeah. uh, back under Gill. Uh, the Baylor win was yeah. kind of a like, hey, yeah. we're on the map moment. But Arkansas, for, yeah, Arkansas, right on the road. Um, maybe if last year had finished different, that one would yeah. feel like it. But I think that it had to be winning a conference title for the first yeah. time, and what that led to completing a perfect season, but then leading to the opportunity for New Year Six. It's kind of got to be, doesn't it? I think that has to be. But in terms of like Dr. Falwell's vision, right, I think right. the BYU. But yeah, I think less about. A- Maybe the opponent in this ver- game yes. more so about, about the, what opportunity, it, the opportunity, like you're saying. Is, right? Well, yeah. I, I think, and I said, I think Rhett said something on the pregame show about this exact topic. But to me, it was like this is the greatest season in Liberty football history because yes. of going 13 and 0. Yeah. I think for, if you look at it from the body of work, yeah. right? That that to cap it off of that New Mexico state win with a conference USA championship gives you the greatest season of all time in terms of in terms of individual games right in a vacuum yes like hey we have one game that what's your big win i think the byu win at home in a dominating fashion 
you know, Dr. Falwell's vision of this program and now even more coming to fruition um, was the biggest win. But for a season, uh, that's a good way. Th- yeah. This is this is that that was it. And yeah, when, as like far said, as like the best team. Yeah. Now the best team. That's that's a that's, that's a question. tough. Like I feel like this is the best offense, but I think there's other. I don't know because so, then you're like leading. Are we still leading in interceptions? Like yeah, so I don't you, know. Okay, so I way. think it could be the best. I mean, team. what you're looking at yeah. is you're taking this team. And you're putting them against one of the Malik Willis teams. The everybody 20, else, yeah. Yeah, yeah, everybody else. Like, don't get me wrong. There's some good teams, but it's not this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and another so point about- what? What would that team, a 2021 team, 2020, 2020 team? Yeah. What would? How would that team do against this team? And and I'll be honest with you. I think this. Team, I think I like this team. I think I. Yeah. I think I think they just score too many points, yeah, and they're so. gonna they're gonna, and that, those that defense twenty was great, but I think they're just they they. Make they make scoring points look easy. Mm. That's a really good way to put it. Yeah, yeah I think I, I think I agree with you. One other thing in the mailbag, and this came to us from our buddy Mark Murdoch. The Murdoch, Madman yeah. Murdoch. I love Madman. Yeah. Oh, no idea. He he, he, uh, he asked. Uh, well, first he asked, were we surprised Liberty was able to rack up 700 yards? And I think we covered that. Yeah, yeah. we thought it'd be more of a defensive struggle. Mm-hmm. But he had an interesting note. Did you know that Ooh. the Fiesta Bowl did you know? began? In 1971. Yeah. Little coincidence. <laughs> I'm going to cry. Little coincidence. Yeah. Somebody cry. tweeted about huh? that. How sweet is that? I cannot. Yeah, how sweet is that, huh? So, I don't know. I'm not. I'm just saying that maybe you foreshadowed. Oh, maybe my gosh, that's amazing. You know, um, good omen, whatever. All wow, I know this, that's incredible. All I know is this much. That Jerry Falwell Sr. is body surfing somewhere up in heaven. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he loved that body oh, yeah. surfing. Yeah. They used to put him in the studio. I've you ever seen, seen those pictures? pictures? Yeah. Yeah, I've been there for yeah. a couple of days. He, he oh, would just man. walk up to there and he'd take the, and he, they'd body surf him right on up. He yeah. loved that. I think he is body surfing with the angels in heaven right now. I think it's it's amazing how he's probably rejoicing. Okay, so we'll have a lot of content coming your way with this holiday season. We're gonna we're trying to put together the I believe it's the fourth annual gingerbread house competition. Speaking of houses, if you're looking to buy one, I have a guy for you. I'll tell you what. Thank you, Emma. That was a great lead. Yes, with all this excitement going around Liberty University, it's a great time of the year to buy a house. <laughs> <laughs> to move Who, to Lynchburg. If you're just getting swept up in all the emotions of Liberty emotions, what? Why not just... make a very quick, irrational decision? <laughs> <laughs> and search and look for a house that you probably really don't can't need afford. or want, can't afford. So what? It's a but simple, it's a simple monthly payment. Yeah. And I'm here to make sure that you don't overdo it. Yes, he's the okay? voice of reason. We'll keep those debt-to-income yeah. ratios in line oh for you Liberty God. you Liberty, lum, Liberty alumni and yeah. employees. Alcova Mortgage, go to alcova.com backslash Liberty, where you can receive a 1%, 1% of whatever your loan amount is up to $5,000 off your closing costs. Wow, and that's real money. And we a great deal, take care of you. Real money. Go visit alcova.com backslash Liberty. We'll take great care of you. Yeah. All right. Hoops will be back on the hardwood here at Liberty Arena tomorrow night. Matt will be on the call for that. He'll be on the call tonight as well for right. Women's Hoops. So Matt is be a sure busy to, man. Yeah, he is a busy, busy guy. Um, By so, the way, let's give a shout out to the on-field interviews with Matt Warren. Oh, so Those great. great. Well, listen, I love that it. was fun. M got M was just mixing it up in there as well. All the, the, the piece that I she put Chadwell. out. I got Chadwell. The piece, I don't know that, how I got the, like, the piece that she put out I of all the reaction that. on Liberty Football social media, check it out. Uh, uh, I got I got Caden Salter the last drive yeah. 
I, I got Caden Salter. I just grabbed him from basically the huddle and just the, the game wound down or the yeah. clock wound down. I grab him. His helmet's still on. And I'm just like, I need an interview with you. He's like, yeah. are we live? Yeah. <laughs> no, I we weren't. But um, no, I I like that. That was incredible yeah. to be on the field. Students rushed the field. It was, it was a really great. cool moment. Yacht talk. talk inside a riot. Yeah. yeah. Yacht was getting them all fired up. Yeah, trying um, to get them on the field. Awesome. So go and relive all of that on Liberty social yeah. media handles. Um, like I said, we'll have some great comment uh, content coming your way. Hopefully get a sit down here with Jamie Chadwell as well. So um, we'll keep you posted on all of that. In the meantime, we'll be back here next Monday. Yep. Same time, same place. Hopefully we get another guy, uh, football guy on the show and uh, talk more about the Fiesta Bowl. Anything else, guys? I'm Can't wait to start digging into Oregon a little bit. I know. It's yeah, going to be exciting be stuff. I think that's it. Okay, for Joe and Matt and Emily, we'll see you next week. Let's do it.